Yo, what's up, family? It's your host, forever doing the most, your boy, Micah Stokes. And welcome to another episode of the Be Real Podcast. I am joined by my main man, the honorable, revered, respectable, let me get right, come correct, the ever so eloquent and intellectual will be. Wow. Wow. Thank you, man. That's, yes, sir. I'm, I'm honored to be honorable and uh, <laughs> and I appreciate you. Appreciate you having me, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So what we're about to do is we're about to introduce a conversation that was had actually a couple of a couple of months ago now. Um, so we're in December right now. Um, this conversation was had in October and I thought it was very fitting um, to start the new year off with this conversation because we were talking about um, how people feel the year winding down and they tend to get busy right for lack of a better word they get busy with being busy right you know right they feel the pressure they feel the absolutely they feel stimulated to start doing something making moves yeah and it's you know that's where new year's resolutions come into play that are short-lived up until february um and i'm just as guilty of doing the whole, I'm going to do this this year. And at the end of the year, I'm like, dang, I never did it, you know? <laughs> um, but it was a conversation that was had between um, myself and a couple of other uh, members of the overwhelming family after a Bible study one night. And um, we just wanted to let you guys be flies on the wall, kind of get your intake and um, hope you guys get something from this. So without further ado, we're going to go back in time, if you will, to a uh, Wednesday night in my apartment. Your own front door. What? Come on. So say it one more time. What? What? What you say? What you say? Okay. So what I had said was. I said what I said. So I saw this post that uh mentioned that it was an you know we're in october that there's three months left um until the decade is over and i was like really convicted because it also said what have you done until the, the like what you're gonna do and i was like yo like look there's some things that i haven't done yet that i want to do and micah says so what I said, and I wasn't really trying to come for a neck or anything like that. I was just saying, don't be like one of those, though. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, one of those people, who, you know, who starts getting busy all of a sudden because you feel like time's running out. Because there's a difference between when you feel that press for time getting busy versus being just getting committed. So the difference is when we get busy, it's just like how everyone makes New Year's resolutions because it's a new year. And so they resolve to start the year with an agenda already planned with goals already written down and basically busy work these aren't bad things but they get busy about it but the difference between being busy and committed is by february or march where are those you know where are those those resolutions where are those decisions where's that busyness you fizzle out but the difference is when you're committed by this time next year you'll be like bruh it's been a whole year of me doing xyz and staying faithful and committed it ain't even gotta be a big thing usually it's probably better for it not to be such a big thing that way you can start off small and progress exactly so it wasn't necessarily like me trying to say like 
it's a bad thing to recognize that the time is winding down because honestly like i was telling somebody if people realized how much time was winding down until eternity was the new reality i think we would probably get busier in the areas that god's been telling us to do in the first place but it comes with a level of commitment because even with that being busy it still has to have a level of commitment to it otherwise it fizzles out saying about if people thought about um time and eternity and then all of a sudden getting busy i think busyness and commitment is also a heart posture as well because now what are my intentions am i doing this because i feel like time is running out or am i doing this because this is really heartfelt and and led of like like of me of what to do so it's like is it you're convicted because it's like, yo, I really have had these ideas and had this stuff going on and I just didn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Are you like convicted because it's like, yo, like, I feel like I'm I'm running out of time and, you know, I don't know what to do. So a lot of times like we get busy and we don't know what to do. We just spinning in circles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're like, the being busy is really like where the enemy can like really get into working you know yeah and distracting you a lot so just with that you know analogy all together like how many people would sincerely accept christ if they knew oh well you know tomorrow if you don't accept them you're going to hell mm-hmm. so is it really about relationship or is it about convenience yeah. wow you know what i'm saying is it about the fact that it's like i'm really just trying to avoid Going, I don't really want to go to hell. Right. But you know, I ain't really trying to live for Christ either. Right. You know what I'm saying? I still really want to do my own thing. Yeah. So it's like, is that one of the reasons why we do what we do? I really don't want to like be broke. So, you know, I'm going to take this job, but God didn't really call me to this job. It's not really what I want to do. But you know, it's about convenience. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I really, you know, I really don't like this person per se, but I just really want to Netflix and chill. And they're convenient because they answer the phone I, when I well, call on, and they're on available. The next episode, <laughs> I, yeah. We done. We done, y'all. We done. It's, it's all good. Right. She had me on the job when I was already like, I, my whole back got tight. Like, <laughs> ugh, felt like a cat just... <laughs> about the convenience thing though like is it is it really about purpose or is it are we just doing a bunch of stuff and hoping that it hits yeah but you know it's funny though the fact that we even feel that urgency tells us that there's been a uh uh there's been a knowledge of purpose already planted in our life because most people they act like well i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing well i guarantee you if it gets close to a deadline you start thinking of some things real quick. Yeah, real so quick. how do you not know what you're supposed to be doing? <laughs> so that just means there's an awareness of procrastination. Yeah. And we, everyone who's been in high school knows what this is, where it's the day before the test that you knew was gonna happen two weeks ago, and all of a sudden you become the most studious and prayerful person in the entire world. You start studying in the library, you ain't even know what the library was. You went to the library, stayed there from open to close. You know, <laughs> All the scriptures you quoting as you reading. Yep. You taking the test or oh, they're speaking in tongues, just oh they're praying over yeah. every yeah. little Grandpa piece. I tried to show you how to budget it like a long time ago, but you didn't want to listen to him. Fact. Eat. Yep. Oh no, it's real. <laughs> it's real. 
It's you real. Figure it out on your own. You should have right. listened to Grandpa. Yeah, no, he was trying to show you how to budget when he was giving me that dollar fifty. But the problem is this: this ain't math no more. Now, now we dealing with matters of, of purpose. Like, th this isn't math anymore, or school, or homework assignments. This ain't tests. This is life and death. This is our life and death. This is the difference between you could get into heaven, but are you getting a well done? Ooh, I'm proud. I mean, okay. or your treasure. Like, if this mm -hmm. stuff really matters, if this stuff really matters, it's like why. Well, it does matter. Why Why do we put it off? Because it matters. That's why we feel that urgency. That's why, because it's a, it's a fear of failure. You know, we talk about fear of missing out, but there's a FOF, fear of failure. That's almost what procrastination is, too. It's just, you're, you're afraid. Like, you, it's a sense of fear. Because when you procrastinate something, you're putting it off. Because you don't really believe in yourself that you can do it. And I believe that that is my biggest struggle, is procrastination. It's something that I've struggled with before high school. Like, I would literally wait until the last minute for everything. Same. Like, every single thing. And I have procrastinated uh, things that I feel like God has placed on my heart because I don't believe that I, I have what it takes. Mm -hmm. But I'm putting a limit on God mm -hmm. when I do that because... That's I'm I'm not allowing him to be glorified through me with the fact that oh if I get this job that I don't feel like I'm qualified oh, for. Oh, glory stealer. You be stealing that glory <laughs> for yourself because you like it's like God. I know it's supposed to be about you, but it's really about me. Right. I'm not trying to be embarrassed because you don't be out here being embarrassed and stuff like that. And it's like wow. You take the glory. Right. <laughs> And when you put a limit on God, you could put you put a limit on what he can do not only to you but through you and for you. And for someone else that he's called you to impact. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So what we saying is don't wait. Start now, for sure. But don't rush. Don't you know, buy now or call now and we'll throw in. No, just say first, you really just need to get realigned. If, if you feel in rush, like you out of you out of place or out of running out of time, you really just need to get realigned with what you're supposed to be doing. And that comes from actually like asking God, what did you say? And being focused, being focused, because it's, it's crazy where it's like you see. Um, so many people doing this and doing that. And you're like, oh, okay, well, let me try this. Well, let me try that. Well, let me try this. I, like, no one no one gets anywhere by not being consistent. Yeah. And sometimes it's just the, the, the breakthrough in your life, the change in your life, the turnaround in your life is, like, sometimes one step away just from your consistency. Yeah. Being consistent. So it was like, oh, I did this for like six months and it didn't work. And that six month and one day was when the door was going to open. Mm. Yes, indeed. And you stopped yes, indeed. just just shy yes, of that turnaround. I got, I got something for this. Just shy of that turnaround. And so that, that goes back to even like we were talking about earlier where it's like we'll sit and be like, oh, I know God said it. I know God said it, but then somebody else can come and speak to you and cause for you to change your mind. Right, mm. right. Mm. 
So mm-hmm. did he say it or did he not say it? Exactly. Or you um, forfeited you, you forfeited you, what what it is you, that you he what promised you. Said, you. you what you said before you you told me you were like so either he said it or he didn't say it or you just okay with being disobedient because he said it but you don't want to listen. So either you okay with being disobedient or God didn't say it and you said it in which case you're still disobedient because you told us that God said this when he actually didn't and now you're mad and so what is it so which one is it exactly because he don't do confusion he don't lie exactly yes so and for god's sakes please please don't be booked and busy say say that one more time please don't be booked and busy because you can be booked and busy and blocked because just be persistent and and persistent there's no reason to be good booked and busy when you can be persistent and productive because booked like and busy does not mean anything at all there's no reason to be booked and busy because you may not be persistent and attaining anything at all booked and busy you can be running around anywhere god knows where and not attaining anything and not attaining any type of goal booked and busy does not mean anything at all sound like amigos remix my brothers be booked and busy. Hey. Running around looking dizzy. Hey. Yo, he does. He does. He does. <laughs> For him, you know. <laughs> 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 you know, shout each other out. Exactly. Oh. a hit song though let's be real <laughs> that booked and busy you know Migos remix there you go I don't know we'll see we'll see what the year holds <laughs> <laughs> booked and busy don't get booked and busy man that, that was very insightful for me it was even a bit convicting I was sharing with you a little bit earlier how you know we're here in December and that conversation was recorded in October true and, you know, I, I could try to shrug it off and be like, well, it was God's plan and God's timing <laughs> that we released at this time. But, you know, I let's be real. As I'm listening to the conversation, even myself talk, I'm hearing how, you know, I could have put a little bit more intentionality mm. towards getting this ready versus, you know, waiting another two months before right. I came back around. Yeah, even the, the conditions through which this is being delivered to the public directly relate to mm. the conversation that's incredible oh, yeah. like absolutely it, it, even that applies to your life in some way like man even right now i can't help but be intense exactly can't, can't help but be real i'm gonna be real you <laughs> know what i'm saying but um bro i know that you weren't in the room during that conversation yeah. in particular but i'm very curious to hear what are your thoughts in regards to the subject matter we were talking about where people seem to get this sense this renewed sense of urgency and uh, purpose and uh just you know but it's really just, uh, just like spinning you know you're kind of just spinning around just to do something right. but uh, i really want to hear your thoughts on it so i mean just talk your stuff bro right right i mean i'm a i'm a firm believer that um you know if we're if we're moving we need to have direction right mm-hmm. so you know they they were really pointed and on point about being busy and being committed and talking about, okay, if I'm doing something just because I feel like I'm getting frantic and impatient, I need to be moving in a direction. Is it actually aligned with where God needs me to go? Am mm. I actually doing something because 
hey, maybe I'm bored. Maybe I'm impatient. I feel like I should be filling this time or this moment in with something. Or is where I'm going, is where I'm moving toward actually in line with where God has directed me to go. And, and, you know, one of the people in the conversation clearly is having that that internal battle, that struggle, right, right, sounds like that. with with work or whatever else they're, oh, yeah. they're dealing with. But I mean, it's it's super important. And, and what I found personally convicting for me was kind of the procrastination piece. Mm. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely one of those people who recognize I may need to get things done, but for whatever reason, I push it to the back burner. Yeah. I mean, and the same. truth is, same here, bro. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the truth is, and, and they said it in the conversation. I mean, procrastination is a byproduct of of fear, whether it's fear of insufficiency mm. or inadequacy, not feeling like what I have in my hand is enough. Yeah. So let me push this off as long as possible. I'm afraid of what the result may be, mm. and so if I can avoid it for as long as possible, that'd be a good thing. But I mean, in the same conversation, they talked about it. They kind of talked about one of the solutions, too, which is like, don't limit God. Don't put limitations on what God can do and understand that, um, you know, really, you know, the decisions we make and the the mindset that we have, how we look at God can be a huge influence on um, how we make decisions and what we do with what God asks us to do. Right. When he gives us direction, are we? feeling as if, man, I don't know about that. That that, that sounds implausible. That right. sounds ridiculous. Or do we understand if I bring my ordinary, can God add the extra and we mm, create something extraordinary to it? You know what that's I mean? That's good. And so I, I love that that conversation. Um, and even in, in, in the room, you could tell there's love in the room. They want to challenge each other a little bit. Yeah. And um, that's all love and overwhelming. There you go. There you go. That's what the community is about. Absolutely. Love love is in the roots there. And so um, you know, as, as I think about it, I think uh, we just have to make sure our visions come from God. Right. Uh, otherwise, our position, our, our perceptions can be skewed. So, you know, people can't see me, but I wear glasses. Right. So yeah, like yeah. what I see through is a major factor in how I process information. Right. Without these glasses, without these little goggles on right here, I'm blind. Wow. I cannot see. I probably not count the fingers on your hand like across the table. But with my glasses, right? I can process everything totally fine. God's kind of the same way, right? We That's need to be able good. to see life with the clearest vision That's possible. Good. But if we're relying on our own vision rather than God's vision, we, you know, you gotta, you gotta be kind of skeptical about. You need your God goggles on. You need times. your God goggles on. Absolutely. God goggles. Absolutely. And then with that, I mean, if you got your God goggles on, as you said, if you're stepping into a new year, if you're stepping into maybe new goals or new visions and new processes you can you can hold trust and know yeah. true that you know he's walking with you along the way so maybe there's a little more direction a little more discipline yeah. involved rather than just being a busy body or being booked and busy if booked you will and busy yeah, no booked and busy <laughs> guys let me tell you straight up a girl don't want you if you booked and busy facts first off you're not even gonna have time for her if you booked and busy Yep. You're going to be like, God, when are you going to bring me the right one? When are you going to bring me the right one? He's going to bring her, but you too booked and busy to see her. Too booked. Too busy. Cause no you margin. Because you're trying to you're trying to be busy becoming the person that you think she wants. But she, 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 if God's, she's for you, you know? Right. What if Adam was too busy trying to name everything that he, you know, <laughs> he woke up from his nap like, oh, I was so tired. I was a good nap. Oh, I got work to do in this garden. He walked right past Eve. Right. He didn't even notice his rib was missing. 
He never know this bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh. Marvin Gaye, let's get it on, waiting for him right there. Like, you know, booked and busy, bro. It's, I love when I love when he said that, man. That was awesome. I was just like, man, I love that's that so too. profound. Yeah. Don't be booked and busy. Um, I think it's important also that you hit on a very important thing where you're talking about um, our procrastination. And I think the Bible is full of examples of how God is anti-procrastination because mm-hmm. I think procrastination when it's verbalized is excuses. It really comes across as excuses. You know, even if we have a logical reasoning for why we do what we do or don't do what mm-hmm. we're supposed to do, um, we, we we have excuses. We have reasons. Yeah. And and that is that doesn't work for our God because he knows fully what not just what we're capable of, mm-hmm. but what he is capable of through him. And so when we're yeah, procrastinating and we're fearful, it's just like you said, we're limiting him. Mm-hmm. We're limiting his ability. You know, but you said what he's put in your hand. You know, you have, but the perfect example we were talking about a little bit earlier was like Moses. Moses, what's in your hand? You have a, a shepherd staff. Got the staff. You know, all right, cool. Go do what I told you to do. Yeah. I'm a, watch me work. David, what do you have in your hand? Oh, I have some rocks and a sling. All right, cool. Go kill Goliath. Right. Watch me work. You know, even even Jesus, he recognized his purpose. He came down to, to he didn't he didn't come to argue with the Pharisees. He's like, I ain't got time for y'all. <laughs> I came to fulfill the work of the Father. I came for the lost. I came for the dying. I came for the sick. I came mm-hmm. for the broken. You know, I came for the least of these. You know, is, is what Jesus' yep. heart was. And every time he tried to get trapped and um, caught up and stuff, it's like he ain't had time for that. Um, I love a sermon I heard by. Um, by our pastor where he was talking about his response to people who try to get him caught up and stuff like that. And they're like, so, and these are Christians, other Christians, right? And they're like, so what do you think about such and such or so-and-so? And he's like, I don't. <laughs> right, right. He's like, that's my answer. <clears throat> and that's my answer, I don't, I don't, you know? He's like, I don't think about that. I don't think about them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, that's, that's the mentality we need to be on because when we're so busy thinking about all these other things, we definitely are just spinning our wheels being busy. Very much so. Once we feel that time clock hit, once yeah. we feel that crunch for time, that's like, oh man, everything I was supposed to be doing, that honey-do list that you mm-hmm. never touched, you know, that those I'm gonna do with my kids that you didn't do, these right. projects that you've been putting off, or even these gifts that you are aware of that you haven't been honing in on and working on mastering. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think even, from a biblical perspective, we can take um, God's word out of context when it's talking about um, when when they're talking about faith without works mm. is dead. I hear that quote all the time. Faith it's without works, extremely popular, like, it's, very it's quotable. Of course, of course, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some people who will hear that and wanting to do the right thing and please God, they'll be like, "All right, well, I'm trying to have faith, so let me go find some work." That right. way my faith won't be dead. Mm-hmm. But it's like faith without your work is dead. Like the work that you are assigned to do, the totally. work that you're called to do. Most of the time what he's put in your hand, like we said. Exactly. It's right in your hand. Faith without the work that God is directing you to do and instructing you to do is dead. Yeah. You can't say I have faith that God's going to help me reach purpose or potential or fulfill my destiny or you know, bring me my wife or my husband, whatever the case may be. You can't say, you can't 
say God's gonna, you know, or you have faith that God's gonna do what he said he will do for you mm -hmm. without doing the work that he specifically prescribed for you to do. Absolutely. Now the challenge for us is, mm. is if God is giving us an assignment and perhaps it's contrary to what we think is best for us, right? At what point do we submit mm. to that calling, to that assignment? We don't like that word. That's that's of course not. That's that's the of S word not. we don't like. Submit. <laughs> submit. Submission. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right? And no one likes that, right? If, there's so many times where you you see like, okay, people have carved out their own lane. They think, okay, this is the environment, if we're products of our environment, this is the environment that I came from. These are the gifts that I think I have. These are the time, the talents and the treasures that I think I'm working with. And it may not align with what the calling and assignment is for our lives. And so at a certain point, right? So faith without works is dead. You could be working and grinding in that, but it's like you said, it's not your work. It may not be what you're supposed to be doing yep and and there's a lot of byproducts of that and obviously we could study the scriptures and talk about that oh, yeah. the, the friction and and a lot of the resistance that sometimes people will experience it's because you you're over here in this lane and you need to be two lanes over right you need to be where god is calling you to be so that you can fulfill the work that he has you doing and and oftentimes that work is not just for us but the people we see it could be for generations to come mm -hmm. yeah but it starts with, like we said, putting in the work that is aligned with what God is specifically asking us to do. So, absolutely, yeah, it's it's that's true. One thing I wanted to touch on though mm -hmm. is that deadlines piece, right? How <laughs> how we think we have all the time in the world, yeah. to get things done, right? That's another piece of procrastination. It's not only is it like fear, but it's this misconception of like I've got plenty of time, mm. and. As young people, yeah. sometimes we, we get deceived because because if you're 20 and you tell me on average, people are living to 80 or 90, you're like, that's like four times my lifetime. Right. I got plenty of right. time. Right. Yeah. But when you look at it in the context of like eternity, mm. 80, 90 years, that's not a lot of time. What are you doing? What are we doing with this 80, 90, maybe 100 mm -hmm. years of time? Right. To be able to maximize what God has given us in this time, in this generation, in this body, so that we don't get to the end and go, man, I wish I could have, right. I should have. Right. And so, so what, what do you kind of think we as, we as kind of believers or people who have these goals and visions are running up against when it comes to um, kind of deadlines and maybe not fully recognizing how limited it's an awareness. I think it's really an awareness that we lack in this culture. Um, and it takes, unfortunately, it takes tragic circumstances like an early death yeah. to bring us back to earth for a minute. Right. You know, other we, Friday night, we'll be in the club yelling YOLO. But Sunday in church, we like, oh, yeah, I got to get right. <laughs> I got I to give my life to Jesus before right. it's too late. You know, <laughs> but it's this lack of awareness we have. And I think it goes back to the word, the S word you said before, even if we are aware, we don't want to submit yeah. to that reality. We don't want to think that we have, you know, a limited amount of time that we are finite. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to think we're infinite. We want to think that, you know, we're forever young. Yeah. You know, we want to we want to 
you know, be forever this, forever that, forever and always. <laughs> you know, we like these short terms. Right. You yeah, don't want to hear forever, yeah. exactly. We don't want to hear this. Um, well, you got this much time. Yep. You got this much time because we, for one, we don't know. And that's scary. That's the thing. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. And I think that scares people because if some of us really knew that, hey, if God was to open up the heavens and be like, hey, you only got 10 years on this earth mm-hmm. because unfortunately you're going to get hit by a drunk driver and that's it. What are you going to do with those 10 years? Mm-hmm. You know, or like, you know, the we can get even into the stereotype of, you know, when I celebrated my 21st birthday, it was very surreal mm-hmm. because I said, I'm a young black man living in America. And you made it. I made it to 21. Yeah. You know, I made it beyond 21. Praise God. You know, but every year that reality is real because I could turn on the news. I could get on social media. I could do anything. And you see another person, right? A constant reminder that's like, well, tomorrow's not promised. And it's not because of necessarily wrong place, wrong time. It could be that. But sometimes it's like, well, what defines the wrong place at Mm. the wrong time when accidents happen? Yep. When you know, things happen that are out of our control. And for the believer, the struggle is finding the sovereignty of God within Mm. that. But his sovereignty is already displayed. If we actually look at where he talks about, you know, how he is not a God who is restricted by time Mm -hmm. and his knowledge of our life, how he is written. He is the Alpha and Omega. He's written our beginning and our end. Absolutely written our our story before he laid the foundations of the earth you know so if we know that god even though it might hurt us when the 10 year old is gone Mm -hmm. because we're like he was so young but in god's eyes he was like but he fulfilled the time that i planned for his life yeah now whether he fulfilled the purpose that he had for his life during that time is the question and that's hard because it's 10 years old so we'll make it real you're 25 you're 25 and unfortunately you know i'm not saying this for anyone god forbid i pray his his blessings and his safety over your life but you're 25 and tomorrow something happens Mm. what did you do it's kind of like jenny was saying with the post you know she was like um you know what is the post that what did you do mm-hmm. you know the years coming to an end what, what did you do right. it's like well what if we looked at it the same way when we looked at eternity what if we looked at our lives where we were like okay if tomorrow's not promised like every night before you went to bed if tomorrow i didn't wake up what mm-hmm. did i do what yeah. have i done for the yeah. past you know 15 20 25 30 years right. of my life right. what have i done that was the moment that i think shook me to my core when i was 18 when God finally got a hold of me, because I haven't shared this yet. It'll probably be another episode for another day. I'll just, you know, I'll just preview to it. Yeah, yeah. I sh- my life should have ended twice in one night mm. because of my own reckless decisions. And I found myself asking the question, if this was it tonight, mm. what was it all for? Wow. If wow. this was the end of life, if this was the end of my freedom, you know, if something had happened yeah, and I wasn't still going to be making it out on the other side or my circumstances were going to change because I could have been incarcerated too. You know, it was very real. The stuff I was in was stupid. Um, but that was the question that pro- that plagued my mind. Mm. It wasn't so much, is God real? Does Jesus love me? <laughs> it wasn't those questions. It was, what was all this for? Wow. And I think unless we ask ourselves that, seek to find those answers Absolutely. for ourselves 
and stay reminding ourselves consistently of that reality that, hey, life is but a vapor. It's Absolutely. here one day, gone the next. Yeah. And it's not necessarily God's cruelness that makes it that way. It's his sovereign plan. What's cruel is when we waste mm. the potential we had within that plan. Right. Right. You know? And it's sometimes it's those those brush ups with with mortality, those yeah. moments where you realize it reminds you. Oh, yeah. OK, my time is limited. It makes you ask those questions. Absolutely. So it's, it's fantastic that we're able to have this conversation. Absolutely. And, you know, a place of, you know, of, of joy and peace. We're not we're not in danger right now. Right, we're not, right. you know, in a in a, a place where, you know, we're being threatened. But but it's it's just as important. It's just as crucial to ask those questions to take a moment just you know go okay what have i done what did i do with with the time that i have been given and the time that i'm in right now and maybe that could change the trajectory with what time i have left Mm. in determining what i'm going to do with what what i can do or or what i'm going to do with what i have left when it comes to time and and the resources that god's blessed me with so absolutely that's 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 Incredible. I'm, I'm, that was a nice little teaser there. Maybe that another episode we get <laughs> another a little episode. more detail in the yeah, what another, happened another, there, time, another time, another time, another <laughs> time. You know, might be one of those episodes where it's like hide your kids, hide, hide your kids. <laughs> no, but it's all good. Um, uh, one day we we'll probably will get into. It. There's a lot more we're gonna get into. There's some stuff we touched on tonight that I'm sure um, we'll dive deeper in with the rest of the uh, the overwhelming family and the, the the spiritual counsel, if you will, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to some matters of the Bible that we talked about in our perspective and how we can live that out and how that applies to our life. But um, we hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Please share this with um, your friends, your family. Um, please feel free to message us, comment, leave voicemails on the Anchor app. Um, we appreciate all feedback. We appreciate all the love, all the support. You guys are truly uh, a blessing to us. And uh, we uh, we 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 about to be out this thing. But until next time, uh, happy new year. Let's get it in. Let's start it off right. Um, and I'm excited for all that all that God has in store for this year. But let's not get busy. Let's get committed. It's time to go to work and let's get go. it. All right. But um, I love it. I'm much. Micah Stokes. I'm here with Will B. I'm Will. Absolutely. Much love and blessings to all who are listening. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely. We are overwhelming. And this is the Be Real Podcast. Listen to Thelonious when I feel the loneliness. Lord, send a Barnabas, protect my soul. Let nothing bother it. As a son, I beg you to follow it. It's pivotal that I'm intentional about reaching my potential. It's pretty simple that my life can be beautifully complicated as a BS. Becomes more outdated. I'm looking for the watch, waiting for the expiration. I'm one of them kids in detention. It's me and I in the clock since he walked in. I just wanna go home. I just wanna go home. The clock to hit 325. I just need the clock to hit 330. A minute later, just might hurt me. Time moving slow, cause I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Just ready to go.